What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. DJs, it's time to talk about the Absolute Betting Degeneracy Book Club. Do y'all want to see the other nuts, bets, and even parlays that the DJs bet? Have you ever wondered how these folks make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just 25 bucks a month, you can see all of the other wackadoodle bets that we make on a daily basis and chat with the truest of DJs. We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panthers college basketball plays to Arches CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. I felt that hesitation. What I tell you? All right, here I am. I tell, I'd say, good guy, Matt. You know, instant. Oh, you struggled with that one. No, no, no. There was a hesitation of what the fuck am I going to say so Max doesn't get pissed off. Your parachute didn't open, but you landed in the water. So it's just going to be downhill from there. I always root for people to be mad. I love this guy. He's guilty of holding on to the ball too long. The doctors keep telling him, don't fucking do it. He's holding on to the ball too much. Oh, Jesus. You're fucking coming at me every single fucking episode. I, I'm just trying to fucking ignore it because you're being a dick to me, you know, and so go fuck yourself, man. I beat up on you. That's what I'm supposed to do. Good job for them. All you guru. Whack them. Me and Holly Berry have agreed on terms to begin a relationship, but I want her to resolve the issue of not having my phone number before we can consummate the deal. I need clarity on if she's going to leave our man or not. They, they, they jammed the mm. raspberry. Radar! Raspberry jam. About to be Jim. Give this guy Max a holler. He's a good guy. Arch, your man crush, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a three-way between Burrow and Jamar Chase. There's only one man who would dare give me the raspberry. Here, hold my beer. Lone Star! Thursdays are the worst days to
Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today I'm joined by a man who isn't Mad Max for the first time in a while. It's Arch. Arch, welcome back to the Sunday show. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm I'm here. I'm sure you're ecstatic to be awake on a Sunday morning. You know, uh, it's uh, you can easily squeeze this in be- before church, right? Yeah, that, that's right. I came to bury Max Bet, not to praise Max Bet. Oh, really? You came to bury it? <laughs> is this, is this, are you, are you uh, singing a dirge for us here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the requiem for Max Bet. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, it is all over, unfortunately. You know, uh, I... It, I don't know what you thought of the show. I ended up – I felt pretty good about the fact that uh, my brain beat Mad Max's spreadsheet in year one. That was – that that, and I mean I say it's my brain. It was really more uh, gut and betting against the Vikings on a weekly basis. Hey, that's a, that's a, sound, it's a sound strategy. Betting against the Vikings has always done well for me as well. Yeah, I swear to God, the week that I laddered them and uh, against the Packers, when I knew it was going to be like an absolute no-show disappointment out of them, I'm pretty sure that's like what just about made my season. That was <laughs> that one game. I could have, I should, I should just maybe next year I'll just circle one game on the calendar and just bet on that one and just you know have the entire season be a precursor to that. Didn't the last bet for the the Super Bowl bet for you two? Didn't it basically just turn into like Final Jeopardy at the end, where you were betting like one dollar and Max had to bet it all, that kind of thing? Or oh yeah, well Mad Max was in a position where he had to bet it all, but then. I, I I decided to go a little bit degree of difficulty on it because I added a parlay on top of it. So I didn't go full a thousand like he did. I put like a little bit less and then allowed there to be an opportunity for if I didn't hit the parlay, maybe it would be close. So I I tried I tried to allow him like a, a way to weasel in to 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 get uh you know to put me in the number two spot and win the number two trophy in Max Bet this year. But nope. Nope, not the case. I ended up, I ended up, uh, you know, Heismaning him off of me, which I felt again. Year one, I'm, I'm, I'm not hoping uh, that I'm going to get this out of year two. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that uh, year two, Mad Max is coming back with a vengeance, and he's, <laughs> he's, he's going to try and bury me as much as he can. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what year two brings. Absolutely. Awkward well, silence. <laughs> right. Well, okay, uh, Arch. Now that I have you back here, I, I want to talk with you a little bit about the NFL season, too, because, you know, uh, I feel like you're generally pretty buttoned up on the show. You like to be business. You like to speak, you know, from the brain. But uh, this is Mac, uh, on the, on the uh, Sunday show. What we like to do is, you know, speak a little bit more emotionally. So I want you to, like, lay into being a Chiefs fan a little bit and talk about how, you know, le- lean into how good of a year this was for you as a Chiefs fan. Oh, it was, it, was a fan, it was a fantastic year, as you might guess. Well, maybe maybe you can't guess. Maybe you don't know what it's like. To uh, have well, a Super Bowl thank winter. you. See, okay, now this is exactly what I was asking for when I said when I said I'd like for you to gloat a little bit. You really you're really rubbing it in my face now. Now I said you could rub it in other people's faces too if you wanted. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't. It's the NFL. I mean, I hate to be uh not give you what you want, but didn't I? I mean, didn't I get Max to admit and I I agreed with and and said it's one game. The Super Bowl's one game. Mm-hmm. It's like anything can happen. It's a lot of luck, a lot of luck involved. I'm just glad that luck was on our side. I'm glad Mahomes was there. Absolutely. But at a certain point, is it really luck when Mahomes is able to do this on a year to year basis? It seems like the coaching staff sticks around people. Uh, it, it, it's a culture of winning that they are kind of creating over there in Kansas City. Does that yeah. it, it doesn't seem like that's necessarily luck when it happens on a year over year basis, right? No, no, I, I guess not. Because I mean, we. That was always the argument about the Patriots, right? When they were winning every single Super Bowl by less than right. three points. Yeah. Is it luck or is it it's eventually you got to wave the white flag and say they're fucking good. I went from hating the Patriots to, you know, really respecting them 
hate respecting him if that's even the thing. Hate specting, exactly. I, I hear, I hear you there, Arch. Now, I mean, uh, looking forward to next season. Do you, uh, I mean, oh. it, there's no reason why the Chiefs can't repeat, right? No, this was supposed to be their down year. Remember, this was supposed to be the year, yeah. the, a transition year. The Chiefs have 12 draft picks. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They have to, I mean, a lot of them are lower round stuff, so it's a lot of, you know, lottery ticket based stuff, but still 12 oh, yeah. draft picks for the Chiefs. This is, is that's Patriots esque. If the Chiefs trade those away to acquire more draft picks, that, 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 that's shockingly similar to what the Patriots would be. Yeah. Well, and, you know, again, I mean, obviously you draft well, it, it really sets your team up to win. And, I mean, it doesn't seem like Patrick Mahomes is the kind of guy who's going to take a hometown discount, et cetera, that kind of a thing for uh, uh, for the team that has drafted him in the future to continue this. But with that being said, it feels like there's no reason why he wouldn't or why he couldn't, well, I- I- given that uh, they are such a winning team. And, I mean, you know, what's are, are we looking at maybe seven to ten years of 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 – like uh, straight up Chiefs dominance. I mean, especially given the fact that the division that they're in, you know, it, it, it the court, the other three quarterbacks in the division are a little bit more of a mess than I would say. <laughs> it, it, it's not necessarily total stability in, in the yeah. division, right? Well, Mahomes is a UFA in 2032. So they don't have to worry about that for a while. <laughs> Well, but you, we know how these NFL contracts work. Uh, the, the second that, uh, you know, Mahomes is like the sixth highest paid quarterback, his agent's going to be knocking on, uh, uh, you know, GM's door saying, hey, get my guy up there, right? Well, I mean, I guess he could hold out for renegotiation. I mean, that's up to them. I mean, they've got him locked up till 2032. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty team-friendly contract. It, it, it does get up there to the 50 million, I think, one, one season. But that seems like such a steal still. No, it was, and that's what that was my argument when they signed that contract. It was just, this is the most team friendly contract ever, and you know a lot of the pay bumps coincide with a lot of contract, uh, you know, the renegotiation between the NFL and NFLPA. Oh man! So maybe you know I'm sure the Chiefs are going to be in there. The ownership is going to be pushing for you know bigger salary caps. Maybe quarterbacks not on the salary cap and things like that. You know. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Well, you know, actually looking at that and kind of looking at the future of the NFL a little bit, we get to see a little bit of maybe some of these changes that we could see in the near future with the XFL. Have you been watching any of the XFL at all? I've caught one game so far. Didn't wasn't able to catch any of yesterday's games, but I did catch that Thursday night game. Oh, okay, and how was how was the Thursday night product? I can't, I can't imagine. Would it would it compete with the NFL's Thursday night product? You know, honestly, it's on par. <laughs> okay, it's on par. Okay, that's. Uh, I, I guess that's not saying much, but uh, that that is saying something. Um, right. You know, I think the one thing that I've taken away from the XFL that I've really enjoyed is all of the replay booths and the fact that they mm-hmm. are really uh, so transparent with the kind of what's happening between the command center and then you know on the field refs. You know, right. I, I really love seeing that. Um, I, I think that there's a little less question about what a catch is because of the one foot down rule. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've they've removed a little bit of that by by incorporating the college one foot catch but you know um other than that i i, I think that there are some things that are going to be successful out of the xfl now i think the real question is is the xfl going to actually build up a fan base and be a successful spring league here because we've seen this try and happen multiple times this is the second retry of the xfl right and so right <laughs> like you know in, in your uh in your general opinion do you think that these teams are actually able to potentially build up a, 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 an actual audience to come out and see these games live? Because I'm imagining that's what they're going is going to be necessary for viability in this league, right? Yeah, I, I, I think so. There's apparently a, a massive appetite for football in America. I mean, to the point where 
a league that can just thumb their nose at their fans <laughs> still succeeds. The fucking flag football pro, pro Bowl game outdraws NBA championships, outdraws the World Series, outdraws Stanley Cup. That's that's unbelievable to me because that wasn't that wasn't even fun to watch. But people still watch it. There's I know just this appetite know. for football. Just I, yeah, Jesus, you're right. I don't understand it, and and they can completely thumb their nose at their fans over and over and over again, and all we say is, yes, sir, may I have another? Yeah, well, I mean, you know what? The the, the product, again, well, I think that the product at the end of the day is partially what it is, is that the fact that we are attached to these products, we are attached to these teams, and uh, that they have this history of, uh, you know, tearing at your heartstrings or, uh, you know, ruining your Sundays, in my case, you know, different kinds, there's, there's different levels of it, obviously, but... Yeah. Uh, I mean, the NFL, I think, is, is going to – it's going to be impossible, and there's no way, obviously, these leagues can compete with it. But I think that uh, kind of riding the uh, Super Bowl kind of coattails NFL push at the end of it into yeah. a spring league, that makes perfect sense, kind of jettisoning, in, jettisoning into that and then utilizing kind of that, uh, oh, this big game was so much fun um, it, and, and kind of keeping people around football for another couple of months. I, that makes sense. You know, I think the problem is, is obviously it's going to be competing now. Uh, you look at what it, it has to compete with. Lull in um, hockey, lull a little bit in um, the NBA. So not not a bad time for that. But, you know, obviously we have NCAA basketball. March Madness kind of heating up here a little bit. Uh, yeah. ha, ha, and have you been – I know that you and Phil were talking a bit of that stuff last week. Have you um, – how's your college basketball been? Uh, you know, off and on, I, I, mean, I typically bet on Kansas. <laughs> so it's been, okay. It's okay. been going okay. Yeah. That sounds like an all right strategy. That sounds yeah, a lot. Yeah. That reminds me actually of a strategy that I'd employed involving my Vikings, except for a little bit opposite. <laughs> a little bit opposite. KU's been an up and down team, a little interesting. Um, one of the problems I have with college basketball is it just takes, for me to run it, it takes so much work. It takes so much time. It takes, you oh, know, God. two hours. Oh my God. a day to do the whole thing. So I'm a little light in that right now because you know my time's better well spent handicapping other things. Absolutely. Well, and speaking of some of those other things that you've been doing, you know, you've been giving those out in the book club, which have been effing awesome. Just going to say it's been, it's been, I, I love always the darts plays, love the combat sports plays. Those are really taking off. How did you do yesterday on all that stuff? Uh, well, there weren't any primary bets in the uh, UFC last well, night. Right. So, so it was kind of a, a light night. Some in Bellator, though, weren't there? Yeah, they're Bellator. It didn't do so well. Bellator has been a weird league. Mm. The numbers it spits out doesn't doesn't necessarily agree with reality. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bellator has been a tough one, tough nut to crack. It I seems see. like seems like when we really like a, a, a favorite, and one doesn't seem to he doesn't seem to pull out, and uh, mm. you know, underdogs hit and miss. Really? Okay. Well, that that dive deeper. That that's interesting. That's interesting to know. Well, and obviously, if you want to see these picks, you got to join. You got to check out the book club, folks, because we also got the darts picks up there. Which, Arch, I don't know where you find stats for these things. I don't. I don't know who you go to. If if you just actually are watching these and taking stats, like you know, uh, well, it's happening. Or is that is that what's going on? Because I mean, handicapping things like darts, I, I can't imagine <laughs> what what it takes. What what kind of statistical knowledge it takes to put that together. Phil and I worked on that for weeks and weeks last year, and it's just been kind of a, refining that process, refining that process. And I will say the one thing about darts is when we when we tally the whole thing, when we put it into the tracker, yeah, darts is by far the most luck based <laughs> oh. outcomes of all sports, any sport. Darts. So is it, is, yeah. is it kind of like uh, if you have some reasonably close plus lines, eh, you can lean you can lean on the plus line side because because luck can uh, can kind of. 
you know, fall on either side. We, yeah, well, basically, yeah. I mean, it, it, anything can happen on the dartboard, you know, they say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a game of centimeters. It is. It is. And yourself, Arch, do you play any darts in, in your spare time? Have you picked up any darts since, uh, you know, getting into handicapping it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm not the best uh, dart thrower still. Uh, we have one of those electronic boards, you know, not not an actual cork because uh, there's just no wall we want to destroy right now. Right. So, right. Exactly. And we'll the, see the, those uh, light, those uh, plastic tip darts are a little too light for me. I, you know, I think heavier is better. Oh yeah, no. You need you need the real deal, and mm-hmm. uh, actually, I, I love it. There's there's a really great bar out here in uh, in my neck of the woods, right down the road. They brew their own beer in it, which is, I mean, obviously major check mark there. But not just brewing their own beer. Uh, they have a darts alley right in the back of it, and they have this hilarious old timey darts like phrases and shit <laughs> thing that I I think I said that to you a yeah, while ago. It's, yeah. it's what it's what uh, you know. It, it's a nice throwback. I, I've tried to get uh, the sax kitten into playing some cricket with me here and there. And uh, it's 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 definitely I, I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to bring in the darts board in the house because I think that I have set too much of a uh, streak of winning here. And it's it's kind of discouraged the sax kit. And I, I, I really should have not tried so hard at first. That's right. You should have gone left handed. Damn it. Arch, you're, 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 this is, I should have started like that and then been like, you know what, let, let me mix this up a little bit. Started right, then moved to right-handed and, uh, and, and kept it a little bit more competitive. And then I would have gotten allowed to keep or, uh, bring in the darts <laughs> into the house. But, you know, I do have multiple walls that I can ruin here in the, uh, in the music studio uh, and just cover with soundproofing. So I don't know. Maybe, may, maybe I will just put that here in uh, my personal space. All right. um, now, Arch – uh, you know, every Sunday I check in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Arch, I actually want to talk real quick, just a little bit of MLB, because um, unfortunately, the whole pitch clock situation has already reared its ugly head. What is it? One day into spring league, having yes. having a game end on uh, uh on a uh, you know what is it? Uh, what what are they calling it? A batter zone violate? Can you? Pitch, can you it's a pitch it? clock violation, right? That's what it is. Yeah. But, but it was, but the, it, it wasn't from the person who was pitching. It was from the person not being in the box. Right. Yeah. It was a, ba- I guess a batter delay of game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This is horrible. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. If the batter's not ready, can't you just throw the ball still? Like without the batter ready, you could just throw the ball still. I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. And then, and then, you know, the batter has like, you know, a split second to get ready and try and What's, make a swing. Not, I mean, I can, I, I guess, but that's like a complete violation of baseball. Like, you know, the batter's in the box. He requests a timeout. The umpire would grant that to him. And he would step out and the pitcher would stop. Like I mean, the pitcher, his mind isn't probably even thinking throw the ball. It's just, I mean, well, because I, the box. Now, now remind me what happened in that situation. Did he just knock it in the box and they just called it like there? Was that, was that the problem or was it, did he ask for time? And then they, he'd already okay. asked for time or something like that. And then they called that at, like the third strike. He wasn't in the box and he wasn't set or he wasn't in the box or he wasn't set in the box. Oh, my God. Just throw the ball then. <laughs> that, that's what I'm thinking. Just, the, the pitchers just be allowed to throw the ball when, when the clock hits whatever. If the batter's not ready, you know, fuck the batter, right? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't well, know. It's so well, stupid. <laughs> it, is, it is very stupid. And, uh, it, I mean, I, I wonder – I mean, Arch, obviously this is already – happened in spring league so goodness knows we're gonna probably see this you know 
right within the first week of the season, is there going to be a review process? Is there going to be some backtracking by the MLB, do you think, with this? Or are they going to really hard try and push this? Because the other things that I've seen, it looks like that uh, game times have been near two and a half hours, you know, which is, I think, generally speaking, what the MLB is trying to get towards so that, you know, it's it's more approachable uh, from a watchability standpoint, you know, a little bit less commercial breaks and more, um, you know, action, period. That's it, right? It's the commercial breaks. I think that, you know, that slows the game down too. I mean, spring ball isn't broadcast like normal MLB. They just keep going, as I recall. They don't stop for commercial breaks right. and wait right. two, two and a half, three minutes. Exactly. Yeah, between innings, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, if you want the games to go faster and you want more action, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, if you want the games to go faster, put the pitcher mound back up where it was before the right. 70s. Put right. the pitcher mound back up there. They'll be, they'll be striking people out left, right, and center. The game's over fast. But people don't care. Okay. People just don't like baseball. Why? I mean, I don't know why you can't just wave the white flag and say people just don't like baseball. People fucking watch four-hour college football games. I mean, Jesus Christ, college football games go on way too long. But people watch it. Yeah, this is true. This, this is absolutely true. And you know what? I think part of it, though, is, uh, you know, college football also has a built-in live audience that's huge. Yeah. And, you know, much like the NFL, it's, it's a little more high stakes where you only have, what is it, 12, 14 games a season maybe right. for that. Whereas the MLB, you know, if it's raining today and I have tickets to the game today, I might say, ah, fuck it. I'm going to I'm just going to exchange my tickets for a day that's a little bit nicer or something like that. You know, there's the, the I think the approach for the way that um, both the players and the audience have to approach MLB is kind of totally different. So oh, it, it's, it's, it's so much more of a culture, right? Yeah, it is. And you're not going to entice people to watch baseball by fucking the, you know, changing the game. They're, they're not going to watch. They're not going to watch. No, so why, what, why, why ruin the game for the people that do like it? I, I mean, I, I, I hear you loud and clear, Arch. I, I, I don't know why they, they continue to tinker with this and continue to mess with it. But I mean, I guess the idea is that they feel like they need to, attempt to at least appease a younger audience or a new audience, maybe not a younger audience, but a different audience. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'll fail. It'll fail. Well, uh, let's talk about something that's not failing. And that is the book club arch. Now the book club is our hyper degenerate private discord server for those who want a little more content all the time. Uh, we've got non-sports pages for spicy memes, food, pop culture. Uh, and on top of that, there's a simple way to find all the user and host picks by host. So if you want to go to my page and just fade my NHL picks, you can. Uh, not to mention, you'll get early access to the Speedway Steve Sportsline Phil picks and Arch's darts and combat sports picks as well. So what you got to do is head over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswentz.com and book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get 
up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All righty, Arch. I got to pull up my, uh, my, my, my spreadsheet here so I can be ready. But what are you watching and betting on today? I'd lo- mm. I, especially, you know, again, um, I, I know that you are still betting on NBA. You're not so much in the NHL you know, world, right? Unless you see the uh, Jets not getting like two percent of the numbers, right? Oh, yeah, that, that that that's a that's a good that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. You, by the way, do you see any of that today in the NHL? Because I didn't I didn't you know run anything for the NHL today. You see anything anything spicy there? You like? Uh, you know what? I might take it. I don't. Know, this might this might hit a little too close to home, but I kind of like Columbus today. Oh, <laughs> the Columbus Blue Jackets over Minnesota. Of course, of yeah. course, I could have, I could, I could have guessed that one. <laughs> but plus, uh, what is it like? Plus two fifty six. It looks like. I mean, you know, that's a lottery ticket right there. Hell yeah, it is. All right. Well, other than that, uh, I mean, of course, I know you and I are, are both going to be tilting and watching uh, all those Speedway Steve uh, Sportsline Phil picks for multiple races today. Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it rained out. Yes. Yeah. So we got both the Xfinity and the NASCAR race, but it's like NASCAR for it's it's the uh, it's the Cup Series first, and then the uh, uh, the the Xfinity race afterwards. I think, right? I think that's how they schedule it. Yeah, so it'll be exciting. A nice, nice long day of racing. So we got that uh, to root for. But what else are you watching and betting on today, Arch? Uh, right now, as it sits, I'm keeping an eye on the Wizards plus four over the Bulls. Okay, that's it looks like I might be jumping on that. Um, kind of looking, kind of like the Raptors plus seven. This is going to be a hell of a matchup, Raptor, Raptors and uh, Caps. So, yeah, plus seven I, might be a little too many points. I I see that. I I don't hate that either. I also actually I got I got a few. Uh, I, I got my totals model going. So I got. Oh, uh, yeah. If you want to talk about that game a little bit, mm-hmm. I am looking at that one, uh, and I already posted all of my picks in the book club. Which, by the way, rest based model first off did terrible after the All Star break because. There's certainly no numbers for everyone taking an entire week plus off. But yesterday, roared back with a three and O day. So hey. I'm exactly. So this it's 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 feeling like uh, it's wrong sometimes, but only when I feel like it should be wrong. Like yesterday or two days ago uh, after the All Star break. So today, what we're looking at in this game specifically, Raptors Cavs. I'm liking the over. It looks like I'm seeing this going more towards two twenty two and. 
looks like you can get a two fourteen and a half, which is suspiciously oh. low. <laughs> yeah, suspiciously low. A little, it's, it's easily the lowest game of the day today by uh, nearly like twelve points. <laughs> so, uh, I know silly low, but um, you know, model likes the over. It says this is closer to uh, two twenty two. So let's take it. I love it. All right, man. There we go. I didn't have anything on uh, Wizards Bulls. Um, that was one that you had mentioned. What else? Uh, what else are you looking at today? Um, just seeing, just going through the stats. I don't. Maybe the Thunder plus three and a half over the Kings at home. Oh, okay. Yep. And that's actually another one that I'm looking at here. Uh, I got Thunder Kings going under the two forty one, which is looks like you can get it at now. So, mm. uh, I I'm seeing that going under now. Um, my King stats may be a little bit messed up. Because of uh, that, what is it, double overtime, second highest scoring NBA game of all time. However, right, right. that only screws up my stats for the Kings on back-to-backs, I think. Because they were on oh. a back-to-back. So it's, it's, it doesn't ruin it that bad for me. And they're not on a back-to-back in this one. So my stats, reasonably well-preserved here. Uh, I, I'm liking the under here. We'll, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, are there any other NBA games you're looking at today, Arch? No, not right now. Not in the NBA. Okay, I got a couple more I want to quick talk about we got the nets and hawks i am looking at the uh under 233 so uh i I have this going more close to 228 normally my threshold for what i project versus what vegas's total is i want to be greater if if my projection is greater than five and a half points then that's kind of my sweet spot where it feels like it, it that's kind of like the threshold for success right there and this is right on the cusp of it. So it's right on that five and a half point mark right there. But uh, I have this one going under the 233 and a half. And then the last, uh, sorry, you want anything on that? No, no, I have, I have no opinion. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the other one that I'm looking at here is the Lakers Mavericks. Uh, I, this one, I mean, the, when I ran the numbers, it was, it looked like it was going quite a bit lower than the 236 and a half that you can get it at right now. Um, now, again, my numbers, uh, not fully adjusted for Kyrie in this Mavericks lineup. However, I, uh, even so, it looks like it's, it should be well, according, according to my numbers here, well under the 236 and a half. So I'm hopping on that one as well. Those are my, those are my four NBA picks that I got going on today. Arch, um, what, what else are you watching? What else are you betting on? What, what else are you looking at? I'm kind of thinking I'm going to dip my toes again into the XFL. XFL today? Oh, goodness. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize we were going to talk some Springley. All right. Well, what, what are you looking at uh, today in the XFL? I have not run any kind of simulation. I have not run any kind of model. But I kind of like Orlando plus three and a half. Oh, Orlando. Okay. And uh, what is the model? Are they the Orlando Guardians? What are they? I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't care. <laughs> Arch, how is this spring league supposed to get done? We can't remember what, the, what, what these team uh, monikers are, what, what their, uh, you know, uh, what, what their mascot is. They are the, no. <laughs> the no. Well, thanks, Google. Uh, <laughs> uh, See, the Guardians. Guardians. The Guardians. There we go. I thought, I thought I nailed that. Mm-hmm. Right? They Are they, are, are, do they have a sister franchise in Cleveland, maybe? Well, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe maybe so. so. Very good. Well, uh, you know, so the XFL, we got two games. What, what time is the early game today in the XFL? Uh, right? Looks like 3 o'clock Central. Okay. All right. That's reasonable. That's reason. You know, I need more of my midday stuff on a Sunday, a little bit early. And maybe maybe I'll have to look and see uh, Sportsline Phil if he's got some, uh, uh, some, some delicious uh, NCAA picks or uh, Steve's uh, golf picks, which, by the way, I don't know if you've been following been those, but fired. he's been fired. Uh, the book club – it's fucking fire, folks. You, you really got to check it out. Now, Arch, is there anything else you want to talk about, you want to look at, you want to go through today? 
Um, you know, I'm also going to grab a piece of Arlington plus five and a half over Houston. I'm, it's an all underdog kind of day. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. Uh, and that, and that's, did you, did you have time to run all your NCAA numbers today? No, I didn't have time. I, bet, I was up for like 10 minutes when I <laughs> jumped on here. I see. Okay. Well, you know, Arch, uh, we, we, we mentioned this before, but maybe, maybe we'll uh, even push the recording time back further uh, in the future so that you can have optimal amounts of time in order to uh, run all the necessary numbers for you. Um, now, and actually, next time I have you on, Arch, we're going to be looking in the future towards the Razzies, which is one of, our, one of my favorite topics of the year to talk through with you. Have, uh, have you watched any of the Razzie movies this Let's year? Let's see. What is it? Blonde, Pinocchio, Good Morning? Yes. King's Daughter and Morbius. I have not watched any of the Razzies. Uh, I, I got you beat. I got two of them already down. Which, uh, which ones? Uh, Morbius. Last night, I, uh, I couldn't sleep, and so I thought that I would put on um, Morbius. Uh, I, I was feeling a little bit of shoulder back pain because I'm an old person now. And uh, <laughs> instead of uh, falling asleep, I was just both in pain and watching Morbius, which was terrible. <laughs> it was the worst. Redundant. It was redundant. I, I saw that one, and uh, oh, what was the – oh, the Disney's Pinocchio. Oh, man. Uh, Tom Hanks is, uh, is on the Razzies uh, for multiple roles that he played this year, and it is – he earned it. I'm just going to say he earned it. I'm sorry, Tom Hanks. I know you're a nice, beloved person to some, but my goodness, you are uh, really, really – his Geppetto was a little bit difficult, and uh, – the role that he played in the Elvis film. I don't know if you saw that one. But... No, I did not. Oh, my God. Was he bad? Yes. He, very. His accent was just the least believable thing. And he wore like a fat suit the whole time. It was like oh. – it was brutal. It was like – it was so he, – he, okay. So, like, I think that he's on there uh, in the Razzies. So, for those who aren't uh, initiated, the Razzies are like the opposite of the uh, Academy of the Awards. It is basically for – uh, like the worst in Hollywood, the very worst in Hollywood, uh, which is why I love it. I, I, I do have a penchant for watching bad movies. Um, and for real, uh, I, I'm one of the most like uh, I, I feel like it's the angriest category that they have in the Razzies, but it's the worst on screen couple. Do you, have you ever seen that category? I'm aware it did exist. Yeah. What, oh, yes. what are we looking at? So, well, it's it's just like. It's like specifically mean, like, like the, uh, I'm not joking. Like it, Tom Hanks is on there for the worst on screen couple is his character in Elvis. And then his latex bodysuit. That's the worst couple. It's like, it's like, it's like brutally mean is like what it is. It's, it's absolutely terrible. And so I will tell you that, I mean, he, he may be, he may be earning that one. Although I need to go through and watch everything. I think that good morning is actually going to be a real bad one, but it may be so bad that it's just bad, bad, which, <laughs> which is like, which I don't even think is, is worthy of winning awards. You have to be like kind of hilarious, bad, which, you know, Morbius certainly checked that box. Jesus. I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, I'll probably watch blonde. That would be where I go to. Yeah, you know, and I think that the major criticism of that movie uh, was, generally speaking, um, the continued uh, uh, exploitation of Marilyn Monroe, even posthumously, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to make up a completely fictional story about her life that has no bearing on reality. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's tough, tough. It's tough. Exactly. So I think that that I think that generally speaking, that was one of the most major criticisms. Although we'll see how it all plays out because maybe it is uh, maybe they are doing so in such a tasteless way that it has to um, you know uh, break through and crush Morbius. But right now, I'll tell you, Morbius is my front runner. Although this is Pinocchio. God awful. It was just. It was just. I mean, there were bad voices too. Like, uh, who was it? Was it uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt or whomever? Was I think um, a Jiminy Cricket? And it, it only took like maybe two lines for his voice to get tired. It was bad. It was bad. Well, Arch, we've got a lot to talk about next time that you are on. But that's all that we got for y'all today. So. Buy your shirt at AbsoluteJersey.com. You can follow us on the podcast, on Twitter, at BettingAbsolute. But y'all know what to do. Make some noise. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.